Gemara Megillah Daf Chafeh Masechet dedicated by a good friend Mr. Norman Nasim Jamal, all of my parents here. I'm Atmada beBriutam beNachat me Kol Tzeetzaehem. I'm making a song. We begin today's Daf and Chafdal Ramud Bet. Bottom line from the new Mishnah Matnitin HaOmer Yebarechucha Atovim Harezu Derech Minut. She says, "What is this?" Uh, thing that he's saying, he's saying only the good people, only the good people will praise God, but not the uh, not the bad people. Gemara learned already in Kiritu that even the Halbenaz part of the Ketoret, the Halbenaz of malodorous spice, and the Torah put it in the Ketoret to show us that when you're part of Klai Yisrael, even the even the bad, the patzibur, the tevot, tzadikim, benonim, bereshaim. So therefore, if a guy comes along and says, only the good praise God, so that's the understanding of the minim. Tosfor has a different understanding, that's Rashi, tovim. Uh, so the Tovim is not going on the people, Tovim is going on God. Yebarechuka, you should be blessed by the good gods. So therefore, if Yachod is a good God, is a bad God, so therefore that's Derech Minut. Alkan Sipor Yagiu Rahamecha. person says that your mercy reaches even to the Kan Sipor, to the, the bird's nest, which means... Just like you have mercy on the bird, the mother bird, that you don't take the baby in front of the mother bird, you shoot the mother bird, you have mercy, so too you should have mercy on us. On the good things that you do, we thank you. Modim, modim, or he says modim twice. We silence him. So uh, we'll have to see exactly why. If when he's learning the parashat alayot, he doesn't learn it literally, but he learns it as a as a uh, as a remez, <coughs> which means when it says in the pasuk erva, it doesn't mean erva. It means the embarrassment. Let's say, don't embarrass your father. Ervat avicha, ervat imecha. Not learning it as alayot, but it's learning it as you know, don't shame them. So that's a kinui. Kinui means you're taking it out of its regular context. <coughs> From your, this, from your seeds, from your children. Do not give to bring to the molech. That literally means it was Avodah Zarah that used to bring their children through the fire. So you're not allowed to do that. But if let's say he, he reinterprets this pasuk differently. Right. Don't marry a goya. Or take a goya and then have a child that will be obviously That's a different explanation of the pasuk. So it says Not only do you silence him, but you silence him in a right. You condemn him in a strong way. Why? As she says, because you take the pasuk out of its natural context. A simple <laughs> pasuk means do not serve this avodazara. And then you're changing the whole rule around because now you're giving a wrong punishment. You're giving a karet to, to habala kutit. And that's not the punishment. And uh, if you do it be mezid batra'a, you're giving mitat uh, bedin, which is not, there's no mitat bedin on habala kutit. Right? You, you, you have to then give the punishment. Mm-hmm. So you're changing my Not only changing the pasuk, but you're changing. Uh, we'll have to look at the maharsha. The maharsha is going to say that, shockingly enough, the Targum Yonatan ben Uziel explained it exactly like this. Where the Mishnah said, Meshatikino to Minzifa, stay tuned. Gemara, Bishlama, Modim, Modim, we understand Modim, Modim, the Mashikishteri Shuyot, you're thanking two gods. That's why it looks like Meshatikimoto. Baltov is a Hershimchaname, the Mashma Altov in. You're only thanking God for the good things. Valra, lo, but not for the bad things. Utnam, we know to Masaket Berachot, Hayabadam, the Berachal, Rakishim, Shubrekalatova. You have to thank God for the good and the bad. What's the reason why if you say that just like God, you have mercy on the uh, kansipur, on the birds, 
when you shoot the bird, mother bird away. So therefore, have mercy on us. It's as if you're saying that God, you only have mercy on the birds. God has mercy on all uh, the creation. So therefore, it's as if you're putting uh, jealousy or envy on one creation against the other. You're turning God's laws into the main reason why we do it is because of mercy. And ultimately, they get zerot. Proof of the pudding is you're allowed to slaughter the bird. If it was rahamim, let the bird fly away. We don't, we don't look at the reasons for the mitzvot. The reason is because it gets zerat melech. That's the other reason. Don't start to try to figure out. As she says, gezerat melech, famous Rashi. That goes to mercy. You're doing it because obedience. Put your head down and serve God. That's the ultimate reason. That Tosfot says, Ashkenazim have these songs that they sing, like we have, uh, you know, these PU team like that we sing in the holidays. So they have them also. And it says in one of the PU team that was written by, and these are written by the Rishonim, so over there in the song is talking about the mitzvah of you're not allowed to slaughter the mother and the child on the same day in the uh, you know in the animals, and over there it says tzadiku, meaning it's like a righteous thing, which sounds like you do because of the mercy. So you say, I don't know, I don't know why. why. He's asking a question on the pismon. He says, hey, we just said over here. And I'm like, I don't understand what he means over here in the song that we're writing that it's because of mercy. Not because of mercy. The guy came in front of Rabban. He said, Amar, God, you had mercy on the bird's nest. Please. Have mercy on us. Amar So Rabban said, Wow. What a beautiful tefillah. He really knows, he really knows how to appease his, uh, his master. What do you mean? We just started the Mishnah Meshatikin Otonya. What does he mean? What a nice prayer. Rabba was testing, testing, testing Abaye. He was sharpening him up. He wanted to see if he knew the halakha. He said, Oh, what a beautiful tefillah. Meshatikin Otonya. He says, You're right. I just uh, want to make sure that you understood that. The guy came in front of Rabbi Hanina. Amar Ha'el, Gadol, Gibor, Vanurah, Adir, Vahazak, Amitz, all different praises of God. Amar Lesa, Yemtinu, Lishbachede, Marach, you're done? You finished all the praises? Ashta, Hanit, Lata, even the three. Hagadol, Gibor, Vanurah. Ilab, Dechadbinu, Moshe, Beoraita. If it wasn't the fact that Moshe put those in the Torah, Ve'atu, Keres, Gadol, Ve'dakninu, Emod, Rechamim came and added it to the Tefillah, Anan, Noam, Rinan, we wouldn't even have said those. Because who are we to praise God? Ve'atamat, Kulehai. That's a classic case of more is less. Mashal Adam, Shayudo Elif Alfe Alafim Dinrezav. So the guy has Elif Alfe Alafim, millions of dinarim. And you say, wow, how much silver this guy has? It's not a Sheva. Which means when you underpraise somebody, it's a Genai. So therefore, you're underpraising God. So therefore, what? Better to say nothing to show that. And if she's only saying the three, we know why you're saying the three. Because the three Moshe Rabbeinu said, that's it. So you understand why we're picking those three. Amar bihanina, could be deshamayim. Everything is be deshamayim. Chutz mi yirat shamayim. Yirat shamayim, which will, let's say, will explain it, let's say, free will in your religious decisions, that's, uh, that's up to the person. Shnei amar, ve'atai yisrael ma'ashim al-wekashu'el me'imach. What is God asking from you? Everything else is from God, but something is asking from you. Ki im So the Gemara says, Ki im sounds like a small thing. Ki im, all he wants is to have fear. Michlal liyira, miltaz utretehi. Is yira a small thing? The Gemara says, In, yeah, legabe Moshe Rabbeinu, miltaz utretehi. For Moshe Rabbeinu, it's a small thing. Mashal la adam shavakshim imenu kli gadol. It's a mashal, if he has somebody for a big vessel, v'yeshlo, it's like an easy thing to give because to him it's like a small vessel because he has it. When you have it, it's easy to give. 
קטן ואין לו, אבל לפי עצם for a small vessel he doesn't have it, תומר עליו יחליט גדול. It's like a big item. That means if you have it, it's small. If you don't have it, it's big. Therefore, Moshe had it. So therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu was small. Because everybody asked on this Gemara, but he wasn't talking about himself, he was talking to the people. You know, if, he's, if, if he's talking about himself and saying, to me, Yirat Shemayim is easy, but he's saying, what does what God want from you? Ki'im li'ira'ah. So he was, oh, for Moshe Rabbeinu it's small. But he's talking to the people. To the people it wasn't small. So what do I care if it was easy for Moshe Rabbeinu, but it wasn't easy for the people that he was talking to? So I heard different explanations. One time I heard from Echem Yaakov Elel, the way I explained this Gemara, he's saying like this, in legabe Moshe milta zutretehi. That means... Yirat Shamayim is contagious. So if you're next to somebody that's very, very Yirat Shamayim, his Yirat Shamayim influences you. So the Gabbara was saying, in, yes, legabe Moshe, to those that are in the presence of Moshe, that they're by Moshe, it's an easy thing. You have a Rebbe like Moshe Rabbeinu, you see Yirat Shamayim pouring over, so therefore, so therefore, yes, in, legabe Moshe, to those that are in the presence of Moshe, it's, a, it's an easy thing. Yeah, massage the mashal, like, yeah, yeah, but that's, I, he's saying obviously it's a drasha. Yeah. Now he's just trying yeah. to explain. It. But the point is that Ligabe Moshe, it's 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 an easy thing. Uh, another explanation is is that why did Moshe Rabbeinu? What does it mean Ligabe Moshe That Moshe Rabbeinu had was anav. He was humble, and therefore it says that um, his his mother Yochevet Yochevet and Miriam they were the midwives. So it says, "Vatirena hamyaledot ta Elohim." They had Yirat Shamayim. Vatirena hamyaledot velo asu. They didn't listen to what Paros said. Vatahayena ta'iladim. And then the pasuk says, "What was the reward?" Vayaslahem batim. That God made them batim. So it says, "Kohanim, Leviim, Melachim." So it says, "Moshe Rabbeinu was a result of the Yirat Shamayim of his mother." So Moshe Rabbeinu was humble. He said, must be Yirat Shamayim, not such a big thing. If I'm the reward for Yirat Shamayim. So the Ve'in, Legabe Moshe, Moshe's perspective, he looked at Yirat Shamayim and like, it can't be such a great item if I'm the reward of my mother's Yirat Shamayim. Because then I, I'm, uh, what am I? So therefore, it's showing you the humility that Moshe Rabbeinu had. So doesn't uh, Hashem want Hashem and not Yirat Shamayim? 100%. 100%. 100%. This, I don't think this is the exclusion of, uh, of, of Yirat Shamayim. And when we say Yirat Shamayim over here, this is really referring to Bechira Hofshit, like we're going to see in the next Gemara. Oh, oh sorry, not the Tosfot. Hakobi de Shamayim. Actually, read, read the Rashi for a second. Hotsmi Yirat Shamayim. Ota Mesurabi de Adam, Shehehu Atzmo Mechin Lebolekach. Right, God, God could put fear in us if he wanted to. But God said, I'm not going to buy it. Fear is up to you. If you want to fear me and serve me properly, you don't want to. Although God could do that also. God could shake the guy up with the guy's parad and uh, he could get him to serve. But he doesn't do that. Why? Because he doesn't want to interfere with our free will. Right, right. We're like clay in the hands of the craftsman. So the, the craftsman can do anything he wants to the clay. However, what Olam says, in that area, I'm not going to... Now look at the Tosfot. I could be there, Shemaim, Hotsmi, not Shemaim, Kashe. They have a perikelu na'arot. I mean, I could be there, Shemaim, Hotsmi, Tzilinu, Pahim. Different Gemara. Gemara, everything is in the hands of God except for hot and cold. Hot and cold. The person catches a cold, his fault. The person uh, is hot, he did it to himself. So it sounds like everything else is Bideh Shamayim except for Tzinim Pahim. And even, even Yirat Shamayim, it sounds like it's in the hand of God. So Tzfot learns it over here uh, that what? That here in the Gemara we're talking about all those things are determined from God. Before you're born, whether you're going to be a hacham or tipesh, intelligence, rich or poor, strong or weak, that's out of the control. really is what? That's the only thing you can take credit for. But Hasi once quoted the Rasha. It says in. Um, in, in Tehillim, Yofiafita Mibne Adam, Hutsachen Besef Totecha, Alken Berachecha Elohim Hagor, Harbecha, Aliere, Hotcha, Hadarecha. It's Pasuk Tehillim. So it says, Yofiafita, which means if you got handsome, nothing to do with you, Mibne Adam. Your parents were genes, they came out with nothing to do with you. That's from God. Yofiafita Mibne Adam. God gave you handsome parents, it was in the genes. 
If God gave you a nice language to speak, you speak nicely. Hashem blessed you. It's a gift of God. However, if you're able to gird yourself and fight the answer, that's your praise. Which means, all these other things, and all that, that's nothing to do with you. However, the Gemara over there is talking about after the person is born. Now the things that happen in your life after you're born, all these things are things that are before you're born. You predetermined things, rich, poor, all that stuff over there. But it's not determined before you're born, Sadiq Rasha. Sadiq Rasha is up to the person. And therefore it says, Haskil But however, the Gemara that's saying, is after you're born, now the things that are going to happen in your life, for example. By the way, all the things that are going to happen, to him, he's going to walk down the block, he's going to trip, he's going to break his nose, everything's determined already. Except, which means, if the guy goes outside without a coat on, and he says, well, go with the Jamaim. No, 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 you did it to yourself. You, you, brought, the, you brought the cold on yourself. Or the guy goes and, uh, you know, he sits in the sun and burns himself. Can't say, well, listen, go with the Shammai. No, no, no. You can control, go sit in the house. Go sit in the house. We told you to go outside. It's cold outside. It's hot outside. Go, go in shade. Therefore, that we don't say is Bidesh Shammai. We don't kashem mehadikhti, but it says in the Pasuk, the Fnek Karato Miyamot. We read it every day. Fnek Karato Kar. In front of God's uh, uh, cold, nobody could stand, which is Mashma. It's not in our control. It's true. If God will send his, his coldness in one shot, all of it in one shot, in the Khiram, you know, we could stand. But he doesn't do that. Nobody can, 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 can protect himself from the heat. That's what the Hebrew de Rahim would come out. It's true. If you're an Ovred de Rahim, you don't have a house, then you're in, then, then, then you're in trouble. Because you have no shelter. However, if you're in your house, for sure, you can, you, can, you can protect yourself. Put yourself under the covers. It's cold, got to get a cover. These things are under your control, but other things, not. So the Gebarat comes along and says, you can pray for it, too, no? you can pray for it also. A guy says Shema twice. But it's like he's like Modim Modim, which we said Modim Modim, which we said Modim Modim, which we said if a person says the Shema and he repeats it, meaning it's not, uh, not, not nice. Just sounds like it's Megune, but it doesn't say you have to silence the guy. If the guy just says Shema, Shema, Israel, Israel, then already it's Megune. What are, you, what are you repeating? However, but if he repeats mamash, the whole pasuk over again twice, that already is, uh, sounds like he's praying to two gods. Then already mishatkin, of course. So it depends how he does. Milta, milta, v'tani, la'kol teva omer v'shune, en kan mashlo shte l'shuyot. El amigunes, tam, it's foolish. Shema, shema, yisai, yisai. But if he says the whole pasuk, shema, yisai, shema, yisai, shema, yisai, shema, yisai, sounds like he's talking to two different deities, God forbid. So the Gebara says, I don't know what you're talking about. Why is that bad? Maybe the first time he didn't have kavanas. If he's repeating it, that's that's the reason why he's repeating it. What do you mean? We think God's your friend, which means well, that's not an option. We didn't have kavana. If a guy doesn't have kavana, we can't have kavana. Before you open your mouth, you talk to God. If you're not able to have kavanah, we think of Hammond banging on his head until he's able to have kavanah. You don't just say the words out of your mouth, stop, and then, uh, and then repeat it. You're not talking to your friend. You're talking to your friend. You say, by the way, I'm sorry, I didn't have kavanah. Let me say it again. God, you don't say the words out of your mouth until you're able to be kavanah. So that's, not, that's not an option just to repeat things uh, a few times. So Adraba, if you're talking to God and you repeat it twice, it sounds like you're doing it because there's two, because uh, that's not the derech, to just repeat things twice in front of God. If you have kavanah, you have kavanah the first time. Gemara says, the famous Benish Hai is did a short on this Gemara. The Benish Hai says on the Gemara that there's two different Mahalchim in Avodat Hashem. One is that we accept our, uh, our religion based on a tradition. Which means because our father 
uh, told us and our grandfather told us. We have a Mesorah. And therefore, we rely on uh, the Mesorat Avot. Uh, because our grandfather, like the Ramban says, the fathers will not give over to their children Sheker. If our father told us this is our belief system, so we believe it. But whatever they say, this is what my father did, finish. And then he says, that's called the Emunah, Emunah that you have in Emunah uh, Peshuta. Emunah Peshuta, simple. Why do I believe? Because my father believed. And there's another Emunah that says Emunah Bahakira. Emunah Bahakira means that you, you delve into it yourself. And you analyze it yourself. I want to understand why. What's the Pshate? What's the Ikarim? What's the understanding? Well, you delve into it yourself. So he says, which is the right, which is the right Mahalach? He said, they're both okay. They're both okay. Emunat, you know, Beshuta is very good. The reason why Emunat Beshuta is very good is because you, you can't go off the data with Emunat Beshuta. Because uh, my father believed in it, it's close. closed. Emunat Bahakira is good because at least you understand what you're doing. There's a flavor to it. You know, if Emunat Beshuta is blind faith, you really don't understand why you're doing anything, so you're like a robot a little. But Emunat Bahakira, I understand what the logic is, but the danger in Emunat Bahakira is. You might have unanswered questions that are going to cause you to be, uh, be uh, you know, go off the derech. So therefore, he says you need both. You have to have imunah peshuta. Once you have imunah peshuta and that's in the, locked in the book, then everybody can start asking. The way he says it is, like we say in the Tefillah every day, en kedohenu, mi kedohenu. If you start off with en kedohenu, that's your premise, en kedohenu. There's nobody like God. Finish, imunah peshuta. Then you can start asking, mi kedohenu. But if you're going to start asking me kedohenu, you, may, you, you might never get to en kedohenu. You might spend your whole life asking me kedohenu, me kedohenu. So therefore, the starting point is en kedohenu. Finish, period. There's no good. Nobody like our God. Oh, now you want to know who's God? Ask. And the mashad that I saw by Tversky once gave on this, or Abraham Tversky, the doctor, Allah shalom. He said that emunah peshuta and emunah bahakira is like this. In the olden days, they used to go exploring caves. And uh, the danger was that the caves are like a labyrinth. You know, there's all curves and turns and different. So what would happen a lot of times is the explorer would get lost in the cave. And he wouldn't be able to find his way out. And then only later on they would find that he died in the winding paths of the cave. So what did they do? They figured out a system that they go in with a rope. So as they go in with the rope, they drop the rope. So therefore, no matter where he's going to end up in the cave, he can always... So therefore, he says, before you go into the windy roads of Emunah Bahakira, you have to lay down an escape route. And the escape route is Emunah Peshuta. So therefore, no matter what's going to happen in that windy road, you figure out a way to, to escape. That's you lay down the rope of Emunah Peshuta. And that's, a, that, that's the assault. So the Rebbein Ishchai drew that, uh, uh, um, that lesson from this Gemara. The Gemara says, Modim, Modim, Meshatikim Oto. What is modim modim? Modim modim, whatever my father said. Modim modim. My father said it's okay. Because that's not the, not the only thing. You need a muna bahakira. What's a muna bahakira? What's the reason of kansipor? Also, each one individually, because you need both. You need modim modim and you need al kansipor. When you have them both, but he says the Benish Chai, the tilt goes to Emunah Peshuta. That's the, that's the starting point. And he has Rayot. Ayan in the Od Yosef Chai, in the beginning of the Sefer, before he discusses the Perashat Shavua, he has this famous, beautiful Dirasha on the advantages of, of both. Okay. Now the Gibbara continues. And the Gibbara says, Amchane Ba'arayot Meshatkinoto. Tana Rabbi Yosef. Kalon Abib ve Kalon Imo. Right, instead of learning it, ervat abiv, ervat meaning the nakedness, which arayot, mamash, he said, no, don't, don't shame your father, don't shame your mother. So he's taking it out of his context. Ha'omenu mezarachal lo titen na'avid. Tana, lebed abi ishma'el. Now, we're learning that, this is what it means, that he's mechaneh in this pasuk. I mean, this is taking it out of context. Be Yisrael ha'ba'la kutit. We talk about Yisrael, that went with the Goya, that we're learning, not that the really Pasuk is talking about this, but this is what he's saying, the Katuv is with the bed. And therefore, he's learning it, uh, he's learning it out of order. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at that, the Bereb Ishmael, the Farish Matnitin. 
He's explaining the Mishnah of what the mistake the guy's making. Mm-hmm. Instead of learning the Pasuk straight up, no, don't take your kids and put them in the fire to worship the Molech, like the Avodah Avodah Zarah. He's learning, you know, don't marry a Goya, and therefore you'll bring a son into the world. That's Avodah Avodah Zarah. Open the Maharsha over here. The Maharsha comes along and says, <clears throat> The Maharsha says, look at the first Maharsha Daf where he says, V'yotir kashe, in the middle of the piece. V'yotir kashe, Mishesh, Parashat Acharemot, Bepasuk, Mizarachah, Lutitin, Avid HaMolech, Piresh, Betargum, Yonatan, Umizarachah, Lutitin, Betashmish, Letzad, Bat Amemin, Lemeibad Puchana, Shezeh, Heftich, Mishnatenu. Mishmatin. She's asking the question on the Targum, Yonatan. So look at the next piece. Look at the piece, Tana de Berish, Habala Nukhrita Katubedaber. The Perush Rashi, the Ba Tana de Berish, the Faresh, Amatitin de Meshatkinoto. Melomarke, don't say this. The Katubedaber be Israel Aba. Ere the Katubedaber be Mahabir be no Baesh. Habab, the Vreha Aruch, be Erech Aram. He's saying, no, the Bishma is saying, really, the Pasuk is talking about that. About a Nukli, that he's saying about Nukli. And which means, the reason why they uh, uh, shut him up, because he explains that the Pasuk is not talking about the other thing. It's talking about both. But when he's saying it's not talking about the other thing, then they're ready to shed kino to But every teacher is ready to go to Yonatan. It's no problem. It's no problem. It's just that, the, 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 and it's not, not, not excluding the other interpretation, but if a guy says that that's the only interpretation of the Pasuk, and there's no such thing as Abu Dazra with the Molech, so then already, so he has to explain it, explain it that way. Okay. Matnitin. No, the Ma'iva, no, Eva, there's no way to explain it that way. That's, That's right, because then you're ready, you're taking away Arayot. No, but I'm saying both. Yeah. Oh, because that's both, yeah. But I don't think both will hurt, but. Okay. But, but it's, it's the. Uh, right. uh, actual Matnitin. Ma'asir uven kravalom etargim. Okay, now we get in the back to the subject over here. There's certain parashiyot that they don't want you to read in public, or read in public, you have no choice because you have to read the whole Torah in public, but they don't want you to. Translated in public because we don't want uh, people to hear the translation because it might embarrass the or incriminate the people that we're talking about. So let's see over here. The story of the Uven with Bilha. We read it, but we don't translate it. That's Tamar in Yehuda. So Nikra Umetargim. The rule is going to be anything that's in the Torah, you have to read. There's no option to skip a perasha in the Torah. So, so always Torah. Chapters, there's not going to be one case in the Mishnah where we're going to say, in on the Kra. We have no choice. We're, just, okay, we're not reading Parashat Vayeshev today, we're skipping it, skipping Perek Chabet. Of course not. The question is, do you give a translation? So it says, Maase Tamar, Nikra Umetargim. Maase Egel Arishon. So the first Egel, we'll have to see what the first Egel is and the second Egel, because there's one, only one Egel. It means different parts. When, 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 it's, when it's real time, that's the Egel Arishon. Nikra Umetargim. The real time Egel, we read it and we translate it. But Egel Asheni, that's when Aaron recants the story and tells the people what happened. What I will tell is because over there he says, He says, and so the eagle came out. It sounds like it came out on its own. If you're going to translate it, the people are going to say, wow, the eagle had powers. So therefore we don't want the people to get mixed up. Whoever understands Hebrew, we can help that. But if it's Targum, you're going to get more people confused, so therefore we don't say it. You read it, but you don't translate it. That's the story of uh, David and his son uh, Amnon. That's when he uh, he went with his huh? yeah yeah went with his sister, and no, and when Amnon rebelled against his father, so it says Nikrain. You read it, but we have lo Nikrain. We have to change the Gersa here. It's lo Nikrain. You don't read it, You skip it. Who says you have to read it after that? There's no mandate. You have to read it after that. Read it different after that. You have to read every after that in the Vim. Skip it. Don't read it. Okay, we don't read Maaseh Merkaba. We have to see why. Rabbi Yudah Matir, Rabbi Yudah says we do it. And we do it. On Shavuot, we read Maaseh Merkaba. Rabbi Eliezer, that's talking about the Haftarah that talks about all the blemishes of the city of Yerushalayim. 
Okay, Gemara. Tanu. And the point why Tosfos is Vikamalan can be Uda. That we are Maftir by Merkaba on Shavuot. Tanu Rabbanan. Yesh Nikrin Umetargimin. There's certain parashiot that we read and we translate. Vyesh Nikrin Vilometargimin. Certain parashiot we read and we don't translate. Vyesh Lo Nikrin Vilometargimin. There's certain Nivi'in that we skipped all thing. Elu Nikrin Vilometargimin. The following are Nikram Vilometargimin. Balat Aka Nashvasima. Maase Bereshit. Okay, what's the problem Vegeta, what's the creation? Anything wrong with that? The mice are asking questions. That's Bereshit. Right, you're gonna come along and say, "What happened before the world? Before the world was a garbage, there was nothing there." So you can say, "What? God uh, was there at the time when it wasn't a civilized world." It's not not the kavod to start knowing what happened before. And the Tosfot says, "Malifnim malachor." What does it mean, "Malifnim malachor"? Ma besof gibul haolam the mizrach ul ma'arab. You know, if you go all the way to the east, what's you gonna see? Go all to the west, what are you gonna see? To, to Maharsha says, I don't know why it's supposed to be east-west, why not north-south? But okay, if you pick east-west, that's Maharsha's question. Okay, what was before and what's going to be after? Those are the philosophical questions. That's why the Benish Chai says that the bet of Bereshit is a wall. The, the Torah starts with a bet. Why? Because the bet blocks you. So you can't go before. You can only go forward. But... You might have thought that you can't read Bereshit because that's going to arouse the people to start to say, oh, what happened before Bereshit? What was God doing before he created the world? Kamash Malan, it's okay. We're not going to have a question about that. Okay, Lot and his two doors, the incest. Maybe this is indicting against uh, Abraham Abinu. It's his nephew. Look what Abraham's nephew did. What kind of guy is this? Kamash Malan, Lot. What do you want from that? Not an incrimination on Abraham. Lot is Lot. You read it and you translate it. Why? Peshita, why not? I said it was, it was a little embarrassing story to Yehuda. Yehuda ultimately was with Tamar. He was more to praise. The man admitted his, uh, admitted his actions. It's a great thing. And we know that, that when Yaakov told the blessings, he said, Yehuda, And the Targum explains, you, you confessed and you didn't, weren't embarrassed. So, that's embarrassed. Whenever you read the embarrassing story about what Bnei Israel did, it's an atonement for them. So, they would rather you read and explain it. The more, more shame you get, the more... Okay, the Kelalot and the Berachot of so therefore, the implication is if you don't do this, you're not going to get these things. So therefore, either way, I might have thought that you shouldn't read the Kelalot and the Berakot. No, big boys. Azarot ve'onshim, any azara in the Torah, don't do this, or you're going to get punished. No, don't mahalot Shabbat, you get karet. Might only cause you to do things out of fear. No, we enter religion with fear as a youngster, but then eventually you'll get to Abba. That's the Amnon Tamar story, where he went with his sister. He seduced his sister, make me, he made believe he was sick, and he said, oh, make me some levivot. And then when she came in, he took her and was with her. That's the rebellion of Abshalom. Maybe I have to be worried about the kavod of David. This is his sons. That we are, we are not concerned. We have to see why. That's a story where the guys from Binyamin raped the girl. That puts Binyamin, Shevet Binyamin in a bad light. No, then it's okay. Not all Binyamin, those thugs. That's the stuff. The talks about the abominations that were going on in the city of Jerusalem. 
Why not? That pukim with Rabbi Yehazel. The Tanya Masib Adam Yehad Shaya Kuren Emalam Rabbi Yehazel. The guy was reading the Haftara. Oda et Yerushalayim etu Aboteha. He said it out loud. Tell the people about the abominations of Jerusalem. Amado achata bodek betu avot Yerushalayim. Before you go, stop publicizing the abominations of Jerusalem. Tseu bodek betu avot emecha. Go check the abominations of your mother. They found out it was Pasul, actually. You're Pasul in Jerusalem in public? Must be you Pasul yourself. So, Kamash Wala? No. He would say, don't read it. But Kamash we do read it. We're not going to say this over here. We're not being Pasul in Jerusalem. The Nabi already said this over here. Okay. Reuven's story, you can read it, but we don't want to embarrass Reuven, so therefore we don't betel. That's um, uh, the beginning of the Pasuk of, um, uh, of, of the story of Reuven. So it says, Don't explain that beginning of the Pasuk. What's the end of the Pasuk say? That the Bnei Israel were, were all complete. Is that part you can explain? Yeah. So he said, The rabbi said, That's a good right. You did right. The first pasuk was Zeruven. Don't explain. That's the story when Haron retells the story. What's Moshe? Okay, actually, uh, you probably could uh, open up Homashim and see these Pesukim. From, from, the, from the Pesukim that begin, Vayom and Moshe, if you want to know which Pesuk is that, that's going to be in... Okay, Lamed Bet Chaf Aleph, and you're going to read until Lamed Bet Chaf Het. So it's like five Pesukim, five, six Pesukim, those are the Pesukim, though. When a person is talking, you have to be very careful the way you answer, because Moshe Rabbeinu asked Aaron, what happened over here? So when Aaron answered, he said, "If I say Aigel Azeh, he says, 'She metoked to Shuvah Shishivu Aaron the Moshe, Pakru Hamaraelim.' All the wise guys now become poker. Why? Because they say, you see, the Aigel had powers. Even Aaron said it. Aaron said, 'If I say Aigel Azeh,' says we have to be careful the way you answer. She neimar vashlichu ba'esh vayetzeh Aigel Azeh. Berkat Kohanim nekrim velo metargemim. Now, why why would be a problem with Berkat Kohanim? Berkat Kohanim is a great item." Chose God's giving us favoritism. People come and say, why should the Jews get favoritism? Why should we get favoritism? I'm not too sure exactly who's going who's gonna to have, not unless the liberals are going to have a problem with this. You're, 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 not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not translating this to Guim, who's in the synagogue, all Jews. And what is it basically saying? God's going to show you favoritism. The liberal guy's going to say, well, why should we get favoritism? I thought God's fair. It's just, no, because the problem is not the liberals. The problem is the people who know the Bible, the people who know the Bible are going to ask a contradiction. One person says, lo yisa panim. And one person says, yisa. That's a contradiction. That's a problem. It's a contradiction. And they don't know what the Kabbalah Berachot says, that God says, hey, achlo yisa panim. I told them to make Berkat HaMazon on a Kezai, on a Kabeza. And they're already making Berkat HaMazon even on a Kezai. They're so mahmir on themselves. Ma'asid David ve'amnon lo nikrim. That's the story of David and Amnon. David and Tamar, I mean, Amnon and Tamar, we said, we read, but Amnon and uh, and, uh, Tam, and David, no. We just said Amnon and Tamar, yeah, I said Amnon and David, no. Amnon ben David. Amnon Stamar. When it says Amnon ben David, we don't say it because it's a bushah to David. The other one was Amnon Stam. Over there in the story of Amnon and Tamar, it's Amnon Stam. <coughs> Amnon and Tamar, good luck. But over here, Amnon ben David, that one we are going to... Uh, Anytime you have a language in the Torah that's not a clean language, so you'll have to change it. We don't want to say not nice words. In Devarim it says, The actual, have relations. Uh, that's not such a clean language, so we change it to Yishkabena. No, to lie. Yishkabena, Mishkab, a little better. Uh, she says also that Yishkalena is Kalbeta, is a dog, a female dog, like we learned. Ba'ofalim, 
that's a strong word for uh, uh, hemorrhoids, which is in the place over there of the bowels. So they change that to batehorim, a little cleaner. Hedionim, uh, which is a word that would be the excrement of doves. So they change it to dibionim, you know, the thing that, uh, that oozes out, a little easier than uh, the actual explicit word. Again, and that pasuk was referring to that the, the Jews are going to eat their, uh, the excrement of the birds in Shomron. That's how bad it's going to be. So they don't want to say that explicitly. So they just say the, the thing that oozes. Le'echol et horehem ve'lishtot et memeh shinehem. Now, horehem is what comes out of the hole, which is the excrement. And memeh shinehem is referring to the uh, also... Uh, that comes out between the teeth of the bowels, you know, and then the soft uh, form. So they change that to the echol et soatam velishtot et memeraglehem. Okay, I guess soa and meraglayim is a little uh, nicer language than to exactly say explicitly where it comes from. Pasuk says the maharaot, which is referring to the uh, the hole where the Extremin comes out of, um, and the pasuk says uh, they made the avodazara. They turned the avodazara into a betekise, into a, uh, a, a, a bathroom in order to embarrass it. So the so rough language maharaot, which is the hole, so they change it to motzaot. Motzaot is the the place where it exits. But a cleaner. Rabbi Yeshua ben Kurha Omer, the Maharaot Kishman. You can leave that word as is. Because we're using it to knock the Avodah So therefore, Adraba, the more explicit it is, the more shameful it is to the Avodah So therefore, we're allowed to keep it. Amar ibn Nahman, kol letzenuta asira. Really, one should not involve himself in scoffing and making fun. Matter of fact, the Gemara says, "Kol letzinuta asira, all letzanut is forbidden, bar miletzinutam da avodat kuchavim desharia, except for making fun of avodah zara." Dichtiv, as it says in the pasuk, "Kara bel kores nevo." Dichtiv, "Karsu karu yadab lo yechlu malet masa." Bel and nevo are names of avodah zara. And it says that they were uh, they were squatting because uh, they couldn't handle the uh, excrement that was in their stomachs. Uh, therefore, making fun of them, uh, the avodah zaraz were uh, you know exploding from the uh, excrement inside of them. Lo malet masa, they couldn't carry the load. Yeah, making fun of them, avodah zara. Rabbi Yanai Amar Mehacha. From here we learn that we can make fun of the avodah zara. As it says in the pasuk in Hosea. Le'eglot bet aven yaguru shechem shomron ki avel alav imo uchmarav alav yagilu al kevodo ki galam emenu. Which means the, uh, there was two golden calves, avodah zara, that were in bet el. And they were taken into captivity uh, by Ashur. So all the neighboring people in Shomron those people that worshipped those Avodah Zarah mourned over it, the fact that they were taken into captivity. And the priests that used to rejoice over it now were in mourning because their respect, their honorable item was taken away from them. That's the simple reading of the Pasuk. Don't read it, their honorable item, which means uh, we're saying that uh, they finally were able to uh, relieve themselves from the heavy load of excrement that was in their uh, buttocks. And uh, therefore were making fun of the Abu Dazara in that way. Amar Avuna Bar Manawah Meshemeh Derav Achabereh Derav Ika Shari Lelebar Yisrael Lememar you're allowed to tell a Oved Avodah Zarah, take your Avodah Zarah, 
and take it and put it bishin tav shilcha. Stick it in your shin tav. Now, what does that uh, actually mean? Meaning, in the place where you uh, release relieve, release excrement. Meaning, you can tell them, put it in your shin tav. Even though normally you wouldn't talk like that. But uh, here you're allowed to talk like that. Now, what is the shin tav? What is that an acronym uh, for? So the Mefarshim say, Shin Taf is a remez to the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk in Yeshaya, the Hasufe Shat Arvat Mitzrayim. That uh, where they're going to relieve themselves is going to be revealed. So therefore, Shin Taf is Shat. We don't want to say the word that the uh, he'll understand that we're referring to that uh, that item. You know, put it in the sheen taf. Amar of Asher, Haimam de Sanai If you have a man that there's bad rumors going around him that he's committing, let's say, adultery, Shari le Bezuye, Begimal Vishin. You're allowed to, you know, humiliate him using the uh, acronyms Gimal and Shin. What is Gimal and Shin? So the Gimal is, stands for Bar Girta, you son of a Zona. And the Shin is Shema Sarya, you putrid name. So Gimal is Girta, and Shin is Shema, your name that is putrid. Behind the Shapir Shumane. I guess the Masikh doesn't want to end off on that. So the Gemara says somebody that has, you know, good uh, things I'm saying about him, good, good uh, reputation. Shari le It's permissible to praise him. Now, of course, it's permissible to praise, but I don't need to hit to praise somebody. The Marsha will say, and we're not worried that if you praise him, he might come to say something not nice about him, because there is laws regarding how much you're allowed to praise a person. So the Gemara is saying, although you shouldn't praise him in excess, because but you'll have to praise him nonetheless in a normal fashion. and one that does that, Yanu meaning Tavo Alab Beracha. Now let's see the uh, Maharsha on this Gemara. The Maharsha, there are a few pieces over here at the end of the Perek. Let's start from I'm going to go quickly. So remember we said that the reason why you might not be able to read Maaseh Bereshit, because it might lead you to ask what came before the world, what's all the way to the east of the world, what's all the way to the west. Why did you pick east west? Why are you asking? Why you more worried about east west than you are to north south? Here's a beautiful question of the Maharsha. We said that we could read the story of Yehuda because it's his praise because eventually he was modeh and therefore he confessed it. So that's a praise to... Uh, so the question of the Maharsha is, so why can't you read then the story of Reuven? Reuven also made Teshuvah. So therefore, why can't you translate that, Perasha? Uh, we don't say we can say the story... First answer, Yehuda confessed on his own. Yehuda only confessed as a result of Yehuda. So since it wasn't self-motivated, we don't mention his story. Exactly, which means when you translate the story of Yehuda in the translation of the Targum, you're going to hear the story when he confessed. But nowhere in the Torah does it mention that the event confessed. We know it from Hazal, 
So therefore, by reading the Targum, you're not going to hear that he confessed. So therefore, it's not going to be the Sheba. Kedalot uberachot, we said nekrin, umetargeminen. And we said, why shouldn't you read the Kedalot uberachot? We thought, because maybe it'll lead the person to become faint. Now, gabe kedalot uberachot, shudavara neeman eklai Yisrael, these are said to eklai Yisrael, to the, to the masses, sagadadaka minna mimadilma paigadate, this is wura, mashikim ba'azarot ve'onchim. Right, the laws are said to the individual. No, you don't do this. So therefore, we're not worried about them. Over there, the concern was that you might come to do it mi'ira. Wasn't concerned that you become faint. The only things that I said to all Israel that already gets them faint. Right? Why can't you explain the berachot? Well, why is the person going to become faint? If you can explain the berachot, emet targimin otam shuma kivan de kelot emet targimin berachot nami emet targimin de zel omad ze asai loim, which means we know that one is against the other. So therefore, v'lachen akad kelot kodem berachot ikat tamam b'shum kelot, which means we know obviously that if there's if there's no berachot, it's going to be kelot. So it's going to cause them to be faint. Vayi b'shkon Yisrael, that's the story of Reuven. Upirush l'ashim b'matitid alshinah leginuto, aval aram pirish b'shum kivados shel Yaakov. A different explanation. The reason why we don't explain the Uven story that Ran said, because it's Kavot for Yaakov. But it wouldn't be Kavot for Yaakov. Right? We said, similarly, Amnon men David. Who are we worried about? We were at the Kavot of David. And therefore, Right. He says not not a comparison. The Uven, we can explain that's really more the Kavod of the Uven because he really made Teshuvah. So then we don't want to embarrass him in public. But Amnon did it. So therefore we don't care about Amnon. That's right. So therefore uh, we don't uh, explain his story not to embarrass the Uven. But even the Uven Stamma, forget about Uven Ben Yaakov. We're not going to translate even the Pesukim that just mentioned the Uven alone. But Amnon, we only we don't translate the story that says, because we don't care about Amnon. We want to translate Amnon, because we want to embarrass him, because he did Averot with Tamar. We just don't translate the story of Amnon Ben David. Okay? Now he goes over here and he explains the, uh, the Egel Asheni. Ezum Ase Egel Asheni. uh, either they had the pestle Micha, that a name, Aleshur, that they got in Mitzrayim, and they threw that into the uh, mix over there. So that's, uh, and some explain the reason why we don't read the second part of the Egel is Meshum Kivadoshil Aharon. Because obviously it's showing Aharon's Helik uh, in, the, in the Egel. Okay, the next one is Yisa. That's how we explained it. They have a stira in the Pesukim. One Pesuk says Yisa, and one Pesuk says Shelo Yisa. So they're going to see the contradiction. So therefore, we don't translate Berkat Right. All the Pesukim in the Torah, you have no choice to read them. But we just don't translate them. Some people understand Hebrew, it's going to embarrass them. But we have no choice. We have to read the Mikra of the Torah. We cannot just skip the uh, Pirashot of the Torah, even though it might incriminate some people. Don't read it. Read it different after Who said you have to read it after Read after in a different place. So therefore, you have no issue. Okay, Yishkalena, Yishkabena, Tam Nechol Elu Shinui Ekrem Mishum Diganai Hu Lotzit Devam Egonim Bepi. We don't want the Torah to say not nice words, and therefore we change them. 
אלא בלשון מושעד, לשון שכיבה, אין לו שם המשגל, באישה, אתה מצוי וישכב במקום ההוא. וישכב כמי הקלין וורד. וישכב במקום ההוא, he lie down in that place. הוא says נתון בביאה, so that what's a nice word to say, ותש כבת הטל, like the new came down. לשם מושעל, it's a borrowed language, לשון נקייה, למשגל אישה, which means, it really doesn't mean a relation. We, we borrow it to mean it that, but really it means something else. So therefore we're using borrowed terminologies which are better than the explicit terminology. It's a borrowed language. We're, we're, we're taking the word out of its natural way of interpreting it and we're using it for, for this. Instead of genai. So that she also said It's a dog. ויש לתקתק, כיוון דבתורה שינוי הקריאה דשקלנה ישכבנה, וכן תשגלנה דלביעים וישעיהם זכריה קלי בריאות ישכבנה, וכן איפה לא שגנתי למי הקלי בשכבת, אני טועה מצד ישכלנה, we changed it, except the תהילים, it says נצבה שגל ימינך, so why don't we change it in the תהילים then? אם כן, החינמי במצבה שגל ימינך, זה תהילים, ושגל ימינו, רב נחמיה, אמר לא קרעי בנמי בלשון נקייה, בלשון שכיבה, ויש לומר, Right, because these things you read in public. You read in private. There's no public reading of the Tehillim. So therefore, only in public readings of the Sefer Torah do we have to change it to the Shodikiyah, but not in private. Let's go to the Amud Bet. Rabbi Yashor Kurhaum in Mahalaot, Bishman, Mepneshu Genai. That Kenai Gabi Avodah Zarah, the Baal Keti. Right, you don't have to change the Genai when it's referring to Avodah Zarah. And that's Adrabah, it's Letzanut. And we learned all Letzanut is forbidden except for the Tzanut of Avodah Zarah. And therefore... It's okay. Shari lememar inu shin tav. Okay, we saw that based on the pasuk of shat, hasufe shat, like the Marsha quotes. Bet gimal bat girta min ben zona. Vi kemo gargira, fine. Marshon zenut, okay, explains it. Shari lishabuchay man lishabuchay. Now, but somebody that has a good reputation, it's permissible to praise him. Mishum de davar zehu medabar ha'ahuv. Harambam says there are different forms of language, they fall into different categories. One category is Davarahu, meaning nice language. Not mandatory that you have to speak it, but nice. It's not a mitzvah, but it's nice. It doesn't say you have to praise him. It's nice language. That's why it says, Now, in a because maybe I'll go the other way. The reason why it's saying you're allowed to pray. First answer, Marsha, is like, why it's saying you're allowed? It's saying you're allowed, not that you're obligated. Shari, it's nice language. You don't, you don't have to. Second explanation is, that really you're not allowed to speak the praises of your friend. Because what ends up happening, you start to praise, but you say, but. Even so, in this case, why? So long as you don't, Overdo it, therefore, the law of Lucia Bali did not to Elab in Mesaper Yot and me die, like it says over there. And that's why it says, Yahoo Berachot. Why Yahoo Berachot? The Bevadai, Bidibur Mitzvah, Adam Zokeshevu Berachot, Adosho. Which is for sure, if he's speaking Mitzvah language, there's no question that the, 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 the Berachot comes on and said, like it says, Berachot Rosadik. I'm a Bidibur Ahuv. The Adosho is even on voluntary speech, Kiaka Sagi Lekeshem Adosho. Right, which means the Berachot, it says, they will rest on his head. And what? They will not leave him. Okay, let's just finish the Tosafot. We have one more Tosafot on this Perek. The last Tosafot on the Perek. Finish the Tosafot. Ibura Matfayil. Ma'aseh. Shir Egel HaShini. Nikrav Lom Etergem. פירוש רש"י שלא יאמרו ממשות היה בו, right? Because they're going to say that the eagle has some substance, substance to it. Why? מדקמר אהרון ויצא העגל הזה. They're going to think that what? That there's certain כוחות. וקשה, תאב ירושלמי פרדיגי המוראה ואיקמן דאמר מן ויאמר אל תשמסם בקמיהם מעשה עגל השני. והיינו שפת דקרא דוויין משה. ופירוש רש"י, לא היה לומר אלא עד תחילת הפסוק. לכן נראיתי כמו שלושמי, נתן מעביד לפי שאין דומה גנאי של יחיד ביחיד, או של סיבור בסיבור, דגנות של יחיד בסיבור. שם יש דבר אינסן. This is a shame of a הרון, לגבי דה סיבור. 